Today's episode of the More You Know podcast is brought to you by CrowdQuestion, a brand new social communication platform focused on connecting crowds to bring everyone closer to their community, as well as enhancing any occasion. Rather than being a social media platform focused on content and advertising, they're focused on communication and connection. Learn more about the platform and download the app free at crowdquestion.com. trying to make it all make sense. more. You. No. Podcast. Today I want to share Merle Haggard's journey to significance. So Merle Haggard was born on April 6th, 1937, in a boxcar in Oildale, California, right outside of Bakersfield. For those of you who don't know what a boxcar is, it's what's used to store and transport things on a train, and lower class individuals would convert them into homes. Then at the age of eight, his father died of a brain hemorrhage, which deeply affected Merle during his childhood as well as for the rest of his life. Then at the age of 12, Merle was given a used guitar from his brother Lowell, and from here Merle learned how to play on his own, being influenced by current greats like Lefty Frizzell and Hank Williams. Unfortunately, also around this time, with his mother being the only breadwinner, having to support the family by being a bookkeeper, she was absent quite often, and due to that, Haggard became progressively rebellious, so much so that his mother sent him for a weekend to a juvenile detention center to hopefully change his attitude, but instead it worsened. From here on out, Merle began committing a number of minor offenses, such as thefts and writing bad checks, and eventually in 1950, he was sent to a juvenile detention center for shoplifting. Then shortly after he got out at the age of 14, him and his friend ran away to Texas, riding freight trains and hitchhiking. He eventually returned to the Bakersfield area that same year, and was then arrested with that friend for robbery. They didn't actually commit the robbery, though, and during this time they were sent to a juvenile detention center, which they eventually escaped and fled to Modesto, California. Here he worked a series of laborer jobs, including driving a potato truck, being a short-order cook, a hay pitcher, and an oil well shooter. And during his time here in Modesto, he performed for the first time. He then returned to Bakersfield in 1951, and was then arrested again, for truancy and petty larceny, being sent to a juvenile detention center again. He then escaped that juvenile detention center, and then was caught and sent to the Preston School of Industry, a high-security juvenile detention center. Then, 15 months later, he was sent back after beating up a local boy during a burglary attempt. And then, after being released, he saw Lefty Frizzell in concert, and then decided to pursue a career in music. He then began working as a farmhand, as well as in the oil fields, while also playing in nightclubs. Then, several years later, married and plagued with financial issues, he was arrested in 1957 for attempting to rob a Bakersfield roadhouse. He was then sent to Bakersfield Jail, and then after an escape attempt, was transferred to San Quentin Prison. While in prison, he learned that his wife was expecting another man's child, which really affected him psychologically and emotionally. This sent him down a form of a spiral, and he was fired from a series of prison jobs, which compelled him to plan an escape with another inmate named Rabbit, but luckily he was convinced not to try to escape from other inmates. So instead, he started a gambling and brewing racket with his cellmate. Meanwhile, Rabbit, who he tried to escape with, actually escaped, but only for a short period of time, where he shot a police officer, and then was sent back for execution. And Rabbit's execution really inspired Merle to change his life. From here, he soon earned a high school equivalency diploma, and kept steady with his job in the prison's textile plant. 
Then, during the rest of his time in San Quentin, he happened to be there when Johnny Cash performed at the prison on New Year's Day in 1959, which inspired him to join the prison's country music band, which he was a part of until he was released in 1960 on parole. Upon his release, he started digging ditches for his brother's electrical company, and soon after that, began performing and recording with Tally Records. Tally Records was known for the Bakersfield sound, which was developing in the area as a reaction against the overproduced Nashville sound. For about four years, Merle was in no way a success, but after getting permission to record Win Stewart's song, entitled Sing a Sad Song, he became a national hit in 1964. Then the following year, he had his first national top 10 record, and by the end of the 60s, Haggard had composed several number one hits, including his most well-known Mama Tried. And then in 1972, after becoming an established country music star, California Governor Ronald Reagan granted Merle with a full and unconditional pardon for all of his past crimes. Then all throughout the 70s, 80s, and 90s, he maintained a level of stardom, throughout this time struggling with substances like alcohol and cocaine, but continued to perform live all the way until his death in 2016. Merle Haggard was brought into this world with incredible poverty. His father died when he was quite young, and his mother was absent due to having to put food on the table. This caused Merle to be rebellious, setting him down the wrong path. This path ended with him being in and out of juvenile detention centers, and then being sent to San Quentin Prison. He got his life together, and decided he was going to follow his passions, and become a country music star. Then within four years of being released, he was already on his way to becoming a country music star, and over the next couple decades, became known as one of the most prominent country music stars, alongside people like Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, and Johnny Cash. And with this being said, he not only left a legacy as a country music star, but also crafted a life of significance, showing others that you can come from humble beginnings, make many mistakes, and make a name for yourself even though you're a convict. I hope this talk makes a positive impact in your life. Please subscribe to the podcast wherever you are listening or watching it. Check out other episodes. Leave a review. Follow the podcast on social media at More You Know Pod. And sign up for CrowdQuestion to ask me questions about the episode. Again, thank you for listening as we propel through podcasting with The More You Know. trying to make it all make sense. The more you know podcast.